This is what I think about telling the wife. You really have to discern who you're doing it for. And if you're doing it for anybody other than you, ugh, you got work to do. But would you even do it for yourself? 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I would have done it for myself to alleviate my guilt. Okay, but the guilt is not, the guilt is something that you have to process internally. It's not something that's that you what have I'm to saying though. Externally. Ten years ago, I never told. I never told. Okay, her and I didn't speak the same language. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, I definitely would have told her because I felt like I owed a bunch of information to everybody else, and I thought that that was how I would alleviate my guilt. And then maybe like six years went by, and I realized that I was the only one who was hyper focused on it. Like none of it so really how do, changed. How do you think about it now? Now I think that you really have to discern who you're doing it for and why. I think that sometimes women in affairs all of a sudden kind of start to wake up and realize that they are not the first affair partner of this man and that the wife definitely is in the dark about it. And this guy is like a serial cheater, right? Mm -hmm. There I almost think that there is a bit of... I don't know, kind of like a, a want and a need to come to this other woman and say, you know, I totally fucked up. But also, I think you should be aware that your husband is not faithful to you. And that's it. I, I really like when somebody told me the story about how they had delivered the information in an anonymous way mm -hmm. to the betrayed spouse. Because otherwise, like, I think if you're shining a flashlight on yourself, it's more about you than it is about them having the information. Like, you're kind of wanting the woman to come to you and be like, oh, my God, thank you so much for telling me the truth. Oh, you must be really honest. Like, that person's opinion of you, whatever, like, they're not going to hold the gold standard. You hold the gold standard as far as the opinion that you have of yourself and your own behavior. Mm-hmm. There are other cases, right? There is the case where the person does it so that the wife leaves the man, I guess. Yeah. Which is like yes, the worst so reason. So there's definitely, which is the worst reason. You do not want to manipulate somebody else into making a personal decision with your force, with your bad behavior. There's one girl in the community and it's, it's really understanding like what emotion is guiding your behavior. And I think that for some of these women who do go to the wife, it's fear. They want to go to the wife and tell her because they fear that they will, that he will choose her, the wife, instead of the affair partner. So mm -hmm. they try to eliminate that possibility by making the wife hate her husband. And what easier way to make a... Uh, wife hate her husband than telling her that he isn't who she thought he was yeah but that that is like the the worst like that's the most unreasonable healthy. unhealthy scenario that you can have then there is a scenario where you it already is. mentioned where you have the scenario of i'm just like laying down all the scenarios then there's the other scenario which you already mentioned which mm -hmm. is a scenario of a man being a serial cheater and then here again mm -hmm. are you saying it to stay with him or are you leaving him and saying hey this is hey my fellow woman my fellow wifey my friend friend whatever it's like hey i know this is like your man but he's cheating on you you don't need to say i'm leaving him but 
like with the intention to leave him, I, I would say, I would guess, because otherwise, what would you tell the wife anyway? For him, again, the same reason to for him to come back to you. Yeah. Right. So this yeah, I think whenever I was contemplating telling Stan's wife, it wasn't about manipulating his own personal decision. It was me wanting to alleviate my own guilt, which nothing I could do allevi- would alleviate my guilt. Like I've said this before, but like guilt is a knowing and it's the acceptance of my guilt that I think has led me to a place where I can enjoy life again, which... Yeah required me processing the fact that I am capable of doing incredibly hurtful things. Like my guilt stays, my shame goes. That's, that's like, does it stay? It took some serious discernment. Does my, does my guilt stay? Absolutely. When I get around men now, like, cause this happens often. I don't know if you know, but I am an inviting character in a room. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I'm very aware. I'm very aware of this now. And like recently I went over to a friend's house and her brother was there post divorce. So, and she had shared this with me. She was like, my brother's coming over. If you guys want to come over, that would be a really good time. He's here because he's currently going through divorce. And I was like, okay, noted, noted. I kind of need all of this information when I'm walking into a room or I don't need it, but it's nice to have because I know that I can walk into a room, make conversation with somebody and they will perceive it as something more than it actually is. And I'm not going to let their perception of the conversation skew my understanding of the reality of what's going on. So give, a, give, give me an example of that. An example is I will ask someone, how are you? And they immediately will start to open up. And if they start to open up and I can sense like a tinge of struggle, I want to go into it with them. I want to go into it with them, not to be with them, but almost to just like highlight, highlight that their struggle is real, validate that their perception of their current place in life is, is hard, right? But sometimes when I do that with people, they cling to me as if I'm the one who made it so for them, like that they could see that. But I'm like, no, all I did was all I did was just have a conversation with you. And for some reason, you felt safe enough to see it within yourself. Yeah. But they think it's because of me. And I already know it's not because of me. I think that the reason why they feel the way they do is because you have done the work with yourself. And because you have done the work with yourself, you are able to lead other people doing the same work with themselves through a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're able, able to like, facilitate so, that, that space. Yeah. So now that I know this about me, right? And I previously, I have previously stepped out of my, my committed relationship in pursuit of myself. I already know that I'm guilty of that, which means that I'm totally capable of doing it again. And so when I walk into a conversation with somebody who I can tell is kind of reaching for me, I'm like, they can reach all day, but I am untouchable. Like, I'm not going to get sucked in by this other person just because I want to have a powerful conversation with them. If you are the other woman in your relationship and you love this podcast, you would love the other women community. 
The Other Women Community is a membership program designed to help other women just like you reclaim their relationship with themselves and heal from their affair. We provide a safe and supportive environment for you to open up and talk about your experiences. We give you the tools and resources you need to grow into an authentic, empowered individual. If you're ready to take the next step in your healing journey, head on over to theotherwomanandthewife.com backslash community to learn more about the membership and all it has to offer. All right, let's jump back into the episode. How do you discern whether to tell the wife or not? Kevin says, don't do it. Yeah, and you say it as well, right? If I think that the, 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 I think the that thing it is creates very, more it, chaos in the world. If you tell. Yes, I think that usually whenever I'm trying to discern whether what I am going to do is going to create more chaos or peace if I act on something that I want to do. Am I creating more chaos in the world or am I creating more peace with my personal behavior? Are you acting out of love towards that person that you are telling the message? Or are you acting out of... Correct. Guilt, shame, anything. Like if you think about the woo-woo stuff, opposite opposite spectrums of of, of the vibration scale. So it's like, are you telling it for them? Are you doing them a service or are you doing them a disservice see but i feel like some people would take that right like i'm yeah my mind plays two sides i am devil's advocate right so i think that a lot of people would argue the disservice you're doing by not telling the wife is you are still allowing her autonomy to be revoked from her like one of the most powerful things that happened when the affair so like Stan and I were definitely in an emotional affair unaware because I didn't know what an emotional affair was before I had one definitely in an emotional affair and then once it got physical I moved out of the house that I had with my ex and I realized the reason I did that was I realized that I was in a state where I was revoking the only power that another person on the planet had, which was the power of choice. And for me, that that was really important because I, I think inside of my mind at that point, I was really trying to discern what power I even had in life, you know, like what was up to me, what wasn't up to me. And so when I realized that I was revoking somebody else's only power, I was like, oh, I have to like really sit with this, understand what the hell I'm doing and what I need to do next. And so some people would argue that by not telling the wife, you are contributing to abnormal use of love. I agree. Abuse. I agree. The thing is, I don't think that the, the affair partner is then the person that should tell her. Because the affair partner oh, is all, I agree. I the agree. The affair partner is the is inside the relationship. It's like there are three people into this in this. And like why should you tell her? Are you doing mm-hmm. it for yourself? Do you want him to leave her? Or are you doing it our act of love? Again, act of like telling her to take back her power of what reality actually looks like and that she's not living a lie. Yeah, if that is the case, and then yes. Right. But 
don't take that the wrong way in saying, hey, I'm going to tell her so that she gets the reality back and he's still going to leave, like he's still going to leave her so he stays with me. That's also like bullshit. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Basically gunning for an outcome. Yeah. This is why I think that asking yourself the question, uh, by doing this, am I creating more chaos in the world or more peace? Like, am I bringing peace to the world by doing this or am I creating more chaos? Which is why I'm like, if you're going to tell the wife, like if you think that she like out of love, you think that this person needs visibility into what your reality, right? Because essentially it's your reality for Mm -hmm. them to make better decisions for themselves. Because I do think that that is an act of love, right? You do it by not putting your face, your name, none of it with it. You're going to walk away completely. So you anonymously get this information to the person and you allow the marriage to do its thing. But at this point, you have no future expectations of anybody else. This is when you start to drop your expectations of others and you really start to focus on what expectations you have of yourself. And how hard is that? It's very hard. It's very hard because you are towing a line that you've you've never encountered and likely nobody has ever talked about. Yeah. I think that in this specific case, even if it's like out of, is this creating more chaos or more love? The person has to remove herself in order to create the mm-hmm. room and space and energy for it to be out of love without being attached to the counterparty. Because otherwise you're always yes. going to be attached and there's always going to be a little devil behind your shoulder saying, hey, do it just so that he gets back to you. Hey, and then the angel is like, no, don't do it. You're going to destroy anything. And that really, that really gets down to distilling your own fear, right? You have a fear that their marriage is going to exist without you in it. Yeah. So if you detach from that, right, again, attachment. Right. If you detach from the all possibilities, even the fact of like you being attached to him, you being attached that they are going to pursue their marriage or not, then you can do whatever you mm-hmm. want. If it creates more love in chaos. But with attachment, more it doesn't peace, make sense. Less chaos. Yeah. Right. With attachment, you're still struggling to control the situation and you will not find peace in that. I think... Stephen Bartlett, I heard it the other day on his podcast, so I did a TikTok on it, and I was like, I just want to check if this statement is true or not. And the statement was, if you are struggling to control the situation, you will never find peace. And everybody like on TikTok came back with a resounding, yes, that is very true. And it was when I started to let go of control over the situation not deciding what was best for everybody else, only deciding what was best for me, that I really started to discover what like everyone was talking about whenever they were like, peace and happiness exist from within. Yeah, there's, there's something in the woo-woo land, which is basically attachment is one thing. The other one is when you, you give it too much importance, right? So attachment is one, like mm-hmm. you are attached to it. The reason why you are attached to something is because you give it too much importance. And... If you think about, let's just take the basic scenario, or actually we can take this basic scenario. You are so attached to something, you give it so much importance, you're giving it so much energy of yours, which is mental energy. Mm -hmm. You are basically constructing the forces to push you further and further away because the natural law of life Mm -hmm. is that everything is in equilibrium. 
but you are pushing the forces to giving too much importance. So you are getting less and less of what you want. And you're not able to basically make right. decisions at that point in time. Like when is it, when are you ever able to make good decisions when you are attached to something so deeply that you want an outcome to be there? Or like when you are just attached to something that it gets you crazy. Kevin, I'm attached to myself though. You shouldn't. Why? You should be empty. Well, not you shouldn't. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not here to tell you you shouldn't, but you shouldn't what? be attached to yourself. <laughs> because this is like, this is what hinders you to evolve, right? We are so attached to our characteristics. When I We're say so myself, I guess, I guess, okay, so wait, wait, wait. When I say myself, I guess I should say my own experience. Again, the same. The, the purpose of life is huh. to, like, this is what I believe, right? The purpose of life is to transfer karma to dharma. So uh, all your lessons, your experiences become lessons. You don't, you're not attached to them once you have processed okay. them. Once you, you have gone, like, you, right. once you have processed who you are, what you've done, what are all your experiences, you're not attached to them. You let them, let them go because they are lessons. So you're not attached to your experiences anymore. You had experiences. You are not your experience. Ugh. Look at you just preaching the woo-woo gospel. Keep going. That's all I have because to say. Because here, here, like when I, when I think about that, actually, no, we're getting off track again. No, I, th I think we are okay with the d detachment. Is there anything else that we want to say about should we tell the wife or not? Is there anything that you want to add? Well, you just have to decide who you're doing it for and whether, and if that person is not you, okay, we we really got to step back and maybe make less decisions and spend more time reflecting. And so who you're doing it for and also whether it is bringing chaos or peace to the situation. Like... Not to the situation, to the world, right? Well... Hmm. Because anyone can argue... Anyone can argue situation is like, to my own benefit, my situation. Yeah, it's going to help me. Oh, I see what you're saying. To the world, it means like, like is, there going to be more, is there going to be more peace in the world, not in your little universe of your egoistic self? Sorry, I'm harsh on you. But that's just a reality. Mm -hmm. We are all attached to our egos. This is not about you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. We appreciate your support and would love to hear your thoughts on it. If you've made it this far, you're likely someone who is invested in the journey of being the other woman. We understand that this can be a difficult and complex experience, which is why we offer guided coaching to help you heal and move forward. We encourage you to explore the links in the episode description or visit theotherwomanandthewife.com slash coaching to learn more about our exclusive coaching program and apply today. Thank you again for your support and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.